Uh, let's talk about frequency capping for display campaigns. We talked about where you can set this up and some of the different options, but is there anything that's specific to display campaigns that you want to cover? And by the way, Chris, is it fair to say that display campaigns for this use or for this conversation applies to both remarketing and then also traditional display like placement campaigns, uh, keyword context campaigns, content campaigns, normal display versus remarketing. This applies to both yeah. categories. Yeah, exactly right. This, When you say a display campaign, that encompasses any image ad that's going to show, no matter what the purpose is. We call something remarketing because that is a purpose type. It's a type of it's, display. It's yeah. a type of display campaign. So yeah, this and that, and that's a great point because what I want to talk about a little bit later is you know how display campaigns, specifically remarketing campaigns, might differ from you know the, the frequency cap for a display campaign might differ for a remarketing campaign. But first, let's define it. So as we discussed, a display campaign is something that can show a ton particularly for remarketing campaigns, because you're going to be showing to a small subset of people. So instead of uh, 7 billion people that you might be potentially showing an ad to, you know, you might only have a set of 5,000 people or 50,000 people. So immediately, the amount of times that your ad would show um, would be much more common for someone to see that impression on a much smaller subset. So the smaller subset of a group you have, the more need you might have to consider your remarketing, so uh, or you, you your have frequency a, cap. Sorry, you have a remarketing list with 150 people on it. Maybe just above that 100. Just, yeah. It's still 100, right? I think the yeah, display minimum minimum display is 100. Campaign. Yep. Yeah, so you have 100 people on your display audience for your remarketing campaign on your remarketing list. Let's say you're at like 125, 150, something like that. And let's say you have a uh, $700,000 budget each month for remarketing. No, I'm kidding. Like, let's say you have like a, I mean, say like a $7,000 or a $3,000 remarketing budget. That's yeah. pretty large compared sure. to just 125, 150 people. Mm -hmm. Let's say you put some extremely aggressive bids on there. Those 150 people are probably going to see your ad a lot. Probably. Oh, man. Because yeah. like you're saying, it's a small segment of people. And for that 150 people, your remarketing ads that are going to the display auctions for them. Ugh. If you're bidding a ton, you could probably easily outbid everybody else, even though there's hundreds of thousands or millions even of other advertisers that those people are eligible for. Mm -hmm. If you're the only one bidding that 150 people that aggressively, you can definitely show to them a ton. And so if you wanted to be very aggressive but not overdo it, you could frequency cap. But – I just want to say, Chris, I like what you were saying about the smaller the audience size, mm -hmm. the more this might be a factor. That was yeah. a very smart comment. Yeah, and, and it, it it if you've ever been the victim of being over marketed to, being inside of a remarketing group or you know certain segment, there's customer lists now nowadays. There's a lot of different ways yeah. for somebody to have a segmented group. If you've ever been the victim of just seeing way too many ads, um, I remember. I mean, when I first started realizing, you know, this was a thing was back whenever I was using like Pandora, you know, the, the music service Pandora. And okay. ev I swear every, every two songs, it was the same like Pepsi commercial and it was super annoying. It was super annoying mm. and it was super loud and they just played it over and over. And I actually 
stopped my Pandora service and changed to a different service because it annoyed me so much. I was being served that audio clip so much that mm. I canceled the service because of it. It drove me insane. So it can it can have a big effect. You could actually start to become, you know, despised um, because it's the same image like, oh my gosh, I, you know, oh, this company and they're reporting the ad, they're trying to like, you know, stop it from serving or something. There could be some real consequences here. So frequency capping. Or or you can come to the website, become a conversion, and then become a customer, and then we'll stop. We'll stop. You know, we'll, just, we'll stop. Just, just yeah. buy our stuff. You know, I'd, I'd yeah. hate for you to, to, to have any more of these ads showing, you know? Yeah. It's a tough this thing. This is a solvable problem, is, my friend. <laughs> to just yeah. come over here and give me some money. <laughs> yeah. So you have your options. So, Chris, I know you wanted to, on display, the, the only impressions that are uh, viewable count toward your frequency caps what 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 that begs the question what is a viewable impression what is a non-viewable impression yeah so this is this is really interesting again a, a newer kind of thing in google for them to start tracking well it's not really it's not technically new but i mean in the scope of how long google ads has been going for them to know that something was viewed and not viewed you know it used to be just the image was loaded and it whether it was seen or not, it was an impression. Now they know if it had actually received screen time. So a viewable impression is different than a non-viewable. So a non-viewable means that it was placed in the auction. It was on the page or it was it was somewhere in the app or wherever they were going to see the ad, but it just never received, I think, what, what did you say it was? We saw it was like one or two seconds of screen time. Yeah, so, so a viewable impression shows it. So it's a number of times an ad was viewable. Uh, an ad is viewable when at least 50% of its area is visible for one second for the <laughs> display network and two seconds for video ads. So not only is there a threshold, like it has to be, I guess, visible on the page that a user is looking at. They think a user is looking at it because the, the window size or whatever. Right. So it has to be viewable, uh, but then it's one second on display and two seconds on video, but then... 50% of the ad size has to be viewable for that, that is, time threshold. Yeah. So it's pretty, pretty Very uh, detailed there. Yeah. But, but this is a good thing for advertisers because like uh, you don't want your ad to be considered viewed. If like someone scrolled down the page and saw like a quarter of your ad and didn't actually see your messaging. And then the other thing is you don't want your ad to count as viewed as an impress, like a view viewed impression, a viewable impression if someone doesn't even scroll down to that section of the page. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and for, for those that are running millions upon millions of impressions, I mean, this is, this is a big deal, you know, and, and then it gets even more detail when it comes into video campaigns. 